Hello and welcome to Trashbox, a Real Housewives podcast. I'm your host, Emily Richardson. And this week we have a Canadian actress, a writer, Real Housewives obsessive, who I met on Twitter, of all places. Please welcome Rachel Matumbo. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> no, I'm thrilled. I'm like hardcore geeking out right now. I'm like, oh, I can talk housewives with somebody else who gets me. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Rachel, do you have a lot of friends who watch the housewives that you can talk to about it? No, like I have to convince my friends to watch episodes with me and they'll watch like one and laugh and then be done with it. Like my boyfriend <laughs> kind of like on the periphery, like sees me watching it all the time. And he's like, oh yeah, that show. And why they were screaming at each other and like, whatever. I have no one in my life. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Terrible. They all have trash taste in TV, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> or good. I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> like, I actually feel like kind of brainwashed into this. I feel like I've gotten too obsessed during the pandemic with Housewives and this podcast, too. Yeah, I would agree. I think the pandemic, like, I, I think that's when I got uh, the Hey You app. So I started mm-hmm. watching Housewives, like, on a loop. And now it's like, I will rewatch an old season if something else is on or I'm, Yeah. So I would agree. The, the obsession got real since COVID. <laughs> what is your, um, what is your go-to for re- re-watching lately? Oh, I think right now I'm watching, um, old New York yeah. because, well, we all know what happened this past season. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching old New York because I wanted to laugh again <laughs> like, and remember the golden years basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been my go-to for rewatching, but I got into Jersey as well, very, really, really recently. So I did a rewatch or a first time watch like a couple months ago. Oh, really? You hadn't seen yeah. it before? No, I never watched it. I feel like Jersey is its own very specific beast. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Teresa got engaged today, I read. I know, I just saw that. And I was like, oh, girl, get a prenup, get a prenup. <laughs> Oh my God, get all of the lawyers involved, I feel. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't know, I'm stressed out. <laughs> I was like, you have been through a lot already. Like, isn't it, like, take your time, I get you're in love and whatever, but it's just red flag to me when these housewives are like publicly single and then immediately find somebody and it just goes zero to a hundred because I'm like, have you not seen your fellow sisters go through this already? Like with these con artists who like watch the show and learn everything about you and then just show up at walking down the street and like, Oh, hello, Teresa. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Italian food and whatever. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> it's very like Brooks and Vicky, uh, yeah. Vicky Gumbelson or Vicky just broke up with Steve Lodge. Exactly. And apparently he cheated on her. Um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like God bless Teresa, but like, she's really stupid yeah i think we can agree yeah yeah i'm with you you. i still need to find out like your vibe of your housewives opinions (laughs) do you have any like wild opinions that you don't think i will agree with or yeah i do (gasps) okay do Do you want to give me one (laughs) um i am like low-key very low-key team candace from potomac you know what? And I, uh, yeah, I feel like I just, I think we relate to each other on certain <laughs> levels. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of my Potomac opinions sometimes are differ from other people. Um, I think that's like my only like big one. Like I've 
never been a fan of Kenya Moore. I don't think I ever will be, but most people I feel like are probably, either they get it, <laughs> even if they like her, or just like, you know, they agree. So I think that's about it though. I, I will say, um, I go so back and forth on Candace. I really mm. do. And I'm, <laughs> I know she went real low a couple episodes ago with Mia. Yeah. And we'll get into it, but she's so funny and she's so entertaining. I know. I know. And she knows it. Like, she does. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, sometimes I was thinking about it today. I was like, I think what I don't like about Kenya, I kind of like about Candace because they're very similar in some ways, like, in mm-hmm. the way that they go after people and that they're smart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they clearly, <laughs> the housewives, like, have some of the higher IQs from some of the other people and it shows. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, I feel like you are a human in pain and you just. <laughs> inflict pain on others and it's a hard watch yeah <laughs> of yeah. human pain <laughs> yeah she they they are fascinating characters um i can't believe like the new atlanta season is going to be so different though without no no portia yeah like what are we gonna do i i feel weird about atlanta i'm a little worried that they're mm-hmm, heading too. into the you know ny uh you know the roni into the I don't want to put them in the same level as like Dallas, but you know what I mean? Like the OC, a lot of these older franchises, they were doing so well that all of a sudden like are coming crumbling down. And I think it's the lack of having like strong OGs at the core. Like, yeah, because the second you start to take them out or they start to go through their own like personal turmoil or whatever, all of a sudden the rest of the franchise starts to fall apart. And I feel like that's what makes Potomac so good is because they've maintained a core group of OGs who actually like know each other and are actually friends. So, you know, it's actually entertaining because it's not just a bunch of castmates hanging out at work or or whatever, you know? You know what? I totally agree. I feel like, I feel like if you're going to get by without OGs at a certain point in the series later on, you need like a Dorinda to come and shake things up and be Mm -hmm. like strong in your opinions. You don't, Emily and Gina on the OC aren't going to cut it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. you know what? With all of this Potomac talk, why don't you start with Potomac today? Let's do it. Let's, Let's do start. it. Because I actually love this episode. I This was my favorite episode of the week of the three cities. You have Salt oh, wow. Lake, okay. we have Beverly okay, Hills, yeah. we have Potomac. Um, <laughs> so this is like, <laughs> I keep saying the name of this bay wrong. It's like the Mesa... Oh, what Chesapeake? is it? Like Chesapeake, Chesapeake? Bay? Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying like Mesapequa, but I don't think that's anything. <laughs> I'm, and I'm sorry out there. Maybe this is like a well-known American thing, but. Oh, I also love that you're Canadian. This is great. Oh my gosh, I know. Because <laughs> like actually when they refer to, well, actually I they said it on the show, but this is a Beverly Hills reference, but like yeah. when Harry goes to Canada, like we actually know where Muskoka is. Like... I know. I know. <laughs> it's very satisfying. It is. <laughs> and it's like so rich like i went Mm -hmm. to a cottage once there um that someone had rented like as a guest (gasps) it was so classy have Mm -hmm. you ever been i have been i dated a guy whose best friend owned a cottage there yeah it was he he was terrible but the cottage was great it was like really great (laughs) summer um and yeah it i was like is this what wealth feels like like it was insane like i think it is what wealth is Oh man, I think I would be like low key 
ashamed if my family owned a Muskoka cottage. Not ashamed, but like be like kind of embarrassed. Like, yeah, we have a cottage in Muskoka. Like, I'm rich. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be. I'm no. I'm, a glo- I'm a gloater. Like, <laughs> people don't want me to be successful and rich because I'll be like, yeah, I am. Like, I've got money now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Potomac, we uh last episode we ended on that wild dinner with like the like the white husbands and wives on either side of the oh, table. Yeah. yeah. I was like, are you guys just trying to get on this show? Because who does that? I think yes. Yeah. Because none of their faces yes. were blurred out or anything. And I was like, no. mm, you signed the waivers, you were down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. I think so totally. Um so I guess the, the, the one I do love about Potomac is that like they can go from like a like a, a real like fight like between kind of the, Ashley, Mia, Candace and Chris trying to, trying to calm her down and like into like, okay, anyway, moving on. We're like mm. going to finish our meal, which is neat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like they have a real a real skill at like having arguments and then sort of diffusing the tension and still having fun. And that's what makes that show so fun to watch. Like, it's like why, even when the fights get really like below the belt or really crazy, there's some levity coming soon, whether it's like in a confessional or just like in the moment right after something comes, and you're just like, all right, we can keep going, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it's fun. It, they, they keep up the fun. Um, even like, so the whole thing is fucking uh, Giselle and Robin are pissed oh about oh the lack of the bathroom. And there, I died at, I think it was Robin's confessional where she's like shit talking Wendy for being a bad host. And they cut to Wendy eating that shrimp. Yes. (laughs) I was on the floor. I was on the floor. (laughs) What was she doing? I've never seen so many shrimp like that. She was like, I don't care. Like, I was just, I was living for it. I was so happy. <laughs> I really like Wendy. She's very entertaining. Yeah, me too. I really, really like her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, would you be pissed? I mean, I I guess maybe, like, we're younger than a Robin and Giselle, who are, you know, they're older, mm-hmm. they're more set in their ways. And, I mean, I don't know about your situation, but they're a hell of a lot richer than I am. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, maybe not uh, Robin. I don't know. We don't yeah, know. <laughs> actually, maybe, maybe we're both maybe we're both richer than Robin. But they expect a certain level of like comfort. Would you expect yeah. to have your own bathroom on a trip like that? Okay, on a trip like that, no. <laughs> I, as I previously stated, I like wealth, even though I don't have it. I really <laughs> admire that, okay. uh, and I'm and I'm bougie. Like I also would like not want to stay in like a tacky place, but the house itself was nice. Yeah. Sure. The beds were small, but I was like, whatever, how much time are you spending in the bedroom anyways? Like, I don't know. So the bathroom thing to me, wasn't the end of the world. Like it'd probably be more annoying to like do makeup if I don't have a mirror, but like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know? And I feel like the other housewives like have bathrooms, like if they don't mind, like, Hey, can I pop in to do my makeup in your bathroom? Like, I feel like me and my friends do that all the time. Like if we're somewhere getting ready together, you know? So totally. I don't know. The bathroom thing was odd to me and excessive and I annoying. It, it, yes. It was very annoying. Um, it was like, Karen was right. Like it was Giselle up to her dramatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say the only thing that gives me pause in this 
on on the side of Giselle and Robin is that that Giselle had that like leg boot type thing, which would suck walking down the stairs. Mm. No, <laughs> no. Okay, so here's my thing. Okay, I as somebody who has broken a few bones here and there, they gave her the walking boot, which means you can walk. You're supposed to. They didn't give her a full cast and crutches. If it was that situation, I would have understood a little bit more. But the whole point of that boot is that she's supposed to be moving around. Really? Yeah. It's a it's a walking cast. Yeah, she's supposed to walk with it. Oh, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, but even her foot hurts. I'm not saying like, you know, go for a five mile hike, but like she's allowed to move with it. Again, if she had like the old style, whatever it's made out of, the white cast basically, yeah. and crutches, I would have been like, okay, yeah, this woman cannot go up and down the stairs. It's not ideal. She really has to rest that foot. But you have a walking cast. Girl, walk. It's some stairs. Like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's what is it? Two nights? Three nights? I don't know. She'll yeah, I don't know. And also, you came late and you made such a big stink about you're not coming on the trip. Exactly. Exactly. I know. Uh, and at the end of the day, I was just like looking at it and I was like, I know what this is. To me, I was like, this is the fact that you guys are OGs of the of yeah. the franchise and you have the worst rooms and the newbies have better rooms. That's to me, that's what I saw. And yeah. I was like, you're annoyed about it, which like I get, but then mm-hmm. take it up with producers. That's not <laughs> Wendy's fault. Like, and negotiate also, your contract better. I don't know. <laughs> also, I gotta say, like, was Giselle, maybe I'm forgetting this, but when they went to Williamsburg, wasn't Giselle like the head of like the trip or like the quote unquote host of the trip? And she put half of them in like a cottage no, down the It was the Candace. Oh, it, it was, was Candace. Candace. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. But then they got the nice, but they got the nice mansion in that, in that case. Exactly. So calm down, calm down. I know. And also Giselle was the person that when she was having them over at her house for whatever that podcast launch thing was, oh she God. didn't want Wendy to use her bathroom. So I was <gasps> like, oh, now you see how it feels when you don't have a bathroom. Right. I didn't even think about that connection. Of course. Yeah. So she, she can dish it out, but it's not that she can't take it. It's that she's going to make a stink about not taking it. Yeah, exactly. Cause I think she could take it. Um, so on the drive home, oh my God, what do you think of G, Gordon? Oh my God. I'm, he's a lot. <laughs> I don't even he's know. He's a lot. Like, uh, the, the, I don't even, I'm like literally speechless. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I don't like him because mm-hmm. part of me enjoys seeing him on my television screen. Yes. He's a mess. I kind of live for messy house husbands. <laughs> like, you know, the Peters and, you know what I mean? Those people who like also bring the drama. But whatever was going down on that bus was odd to me. It was super strange. Uh, th- th- and then like Chris was taking out his dick. Yeah. And then Ashley's like, oh, say what you will about Michael Darby. And then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I caught that moment too. I, she's like, oh, well, Michael Darby knows how to conduct himself. I was like, <laughs> when? Because we haven't seen it. <laughs> because he's not on the episode. He knows how to conduct himself because we can't see him. Oh. What are you saying? And then the editor's like going back to season one when he <laughs> took his crotch out. He exposed his crotch more or less. This is exactly what he did. Yeah. Uh, Asuchi, I don't know, like, so I'm on this Real Housewives of Potomac Facebook group, and I gotta stop. I love that you're drinking some red wine, too. Now I want red wine. Oh, yeah, I'm jealous. jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, so I'm on this Facebook group, and they are intense. Mm. They are, like, it is life or death for them on, on there. And they are writing, G is absolutely disgusting. 
Get him off our TV screens. Blah, blah, blah. The thing about the tongue last week where he was like going uh, to like parent. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It was gross. It's it's it gross. gross. He's yeah, a mess. Sure. But also I'd rather, this is going to sound terrible, but I'd rather him than Ascala's husband because he's he seems sweet, but he's not made for reality television. Yeah. Because he's normal. He's yeah. normal. Yeah. He's I would agree. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Like he, G makes me super uncomfy and I can't figure out like why. Like there's just, I feel like there's so many reasons. So I can't even pinpoint it. Cause I feel like if I was in a room with him, I would be on the other side of the room. Yeah. Like he can't read the room. Like he does these weird things in front of the women and they have these reactions. They're like, oh my God. And they get out of there and he's like, anyways. And he continues on. Like, I don't know. And like him and Mia together. It's very weird. Like I almost feel like I need more scenes of them at home or something to understand their mm-hmm. dynamic better mm-hmm. because this trip is highlighting like weirdness in their relationship for me too. I forget who was on Watch What Happens Live. I forget. Maybe it was Ashley, but Andy asked them who was the most controlling husband on Potomac and she said Gordon and Mia. Oh, wow. Which is interesting and kind of sad if that is the case. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I think thinking about like Ray and Karen, like obviously Karen runs that show. (laughs) Like (laughs) Candace runs the shit with her and Chris. We know that. Yeah. And I feel like the rest of the, oh, Wendy too. I feel like it's, they seem like a pretty decent partnership to me. Anyways, but I really love Eddie. Me too. I, okay. Do you think the rumors about him are true? Um, well, I don't trust any man. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but I, I, in my, my heart says no, but like, then again, so many people, so many of my girlfriends, boyfriends have cheated in the past yeah. and I thought they were the sweetest guys ever. So who the hell knows? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I, so I don't think it's true. And okay, the good. same, cause of my heart, cause I feel like he's a sweet man, but yeah. also that I just keep coming back to the sacrifice he made to be with Wendy by mm-hmm. basically being ostracized from his own family, his own parents, siblings. The fact that his kids haven't seen their grandparents at all, and like their eldest is like over 10 years old, I feel like now. Yeah, he must be. It, it seems so crazy to me that someone who would be willing to give up that would, like the connection with their own parents would go and turn around and then be unfaithful to their wife and destroy the only family he has left. Like, if he was unfaithful, he's crazy. Like, I, I just, like, <laughs> he's a sociopath or something. Like, get him off, away from me, off the TV. Like, you know, because that feels yeah. so crazy to me. But, yeah, I mean, you never know because men, so. Men. But I yeah. but I do agree with that. And I think that Wendy, like, has, she's very good on reality television. But I also yeah. think she's really smart. She's really gorgeous. She seems yeah. like a good mom. Why would you cheat? It doesn't make any exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Um, so can uh, not Candace. Um, Robin and Giselle leave in the middle of the night, very dramatically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next morning, she's like on Facetime. Karen like jumps in. You and your three theatrics. I, I just love her. I love her so much. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I never want her to leave. <laughs> oh, I don't think she will. I don't think so either. Because when does an OG leave? Like Vicky Gundelson leaves because she's you know. Not getting what she wants. Yeah, Yeah, that too. (laughs) I feel like Karen knows how to play the game. Yeah, long, long game. Um, so they go on this boat. Oh, what do you think? Okay, I I have a real question because I'm not very good at fashion. Oh, I don't know if you are. 
No. I mean, I like what you're wearing, but I don't know. <laughs> what did you think about Ascala's Versace scarf, white outfit, and Versace bag that matches the scarf? I thought she looked really cute. I feel like everything Ascala wears, though, I'm like, I could not pull it off, but I just love her look. I love all of it. She was so expensive, like, and like, <laughs> clearly that's all I'm interested in is money. <laughs> yeah, you are very money-based. <laughs> It's all the housewives. I'm telling you, it's terrible for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. She just looks so good. Like, and like comfortable. Sometimes I feel like these women were like these high fashion things. And I'm like, that cannot be comfortable to sit in no. or to move around in. And I don't know. Like, I just love her sense of style. I love Estella though. Like, even when they were on the boat and uh, whatever it was. And she's like, oh, well, this isn't awkward. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> comfortable right now. <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you for being honest. Oh, and Robin and Wendy were going at it or whatever. And she's yeah. like, yeah this isn't weird at all everything's fine <laughs> i uh i agree i really like her she's kind of like crept up on me i feel she's I feel mm-hmm. like she's being herself it's yeah. not too and it's not her like it's not a rehearsed thing you know yeah. uh and i i, I, I okay because i i loved this scarf and bag combo but i was too scared to like go out come out right and say it in case right. i was wrong <laughs> I don't think so. Unless you're telling me that Giselle has a great fashion sense. Oh, I feel no. like you can't be wrong. I don't no. know what she's doing. She gets dressed in the dark. She designed that house, that nightmare of a house in the dark. She is just, like, at this point, I'm like, you have to be doing this on purpose. You have to be. I, I, oh, I don't, it's not good. It's not good. Mm-mm. I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm a stylish person, but I think it's very clear. Do you know what it is? She takes big swings. It's not like she's just like, you know, dressing in athleisure. Like, yeah. she takes big swings, man. Yeah. And if she's dressing in athleisure, I'd be like, cool, I get it. Be comfortable. Like, yeah. You know, just do your thing. But it's not even that. It's like these weird choices. Bold choices. <laughs> so bold. Terrible color, colors, patterns, things that just don't work. And I'm like, girl, you are pretty, but not that pretty to put on it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, this is the whole point of you coming on this podcast rachel okay you're in the right place um okay speaking of shady mia mia overhears escala and robin (laughs) talking shit about who wendy and goes right up and very confidently reports right back and i i burst out laughing same i loved it (laughs) I, like, I wasn't a big Mia fan before this, but this one, I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, girl. She heard something. She's like, ooh, okay. And she went right back up there. Yeah, so uh, Robin said this about you. Like, not even a hesitation. She didn't miss a beat. She was like, I'm going to grab my shrimp to go upstairs my drink, and I'm going to tell Wendy what they were saying. <laughs> she was, like, excited. She was, like, bursting with happiness to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she says it wrong. She doesn't yeah. get it right again. <laughs> She brought her, whatever she said, her interpretation. That, that's how I interpret it. <laughs> uh, what? Girl. Uh, she's bad at telephone. She's bad at telephone. And yeah. It's, and I am too, actually. And sometimes I'll like, <laughs> I'll, I'll exaggerate. But like, I'm not, if I, I wouldn't exaggerate on reality television because I knew, I would know that like the cameras were there to like catch me in a lie. Yeah. But, you know, she paints with a wide brush. As my oh, that she does. Yeah, I, if I were her, I would do my best to be verbatim. But like, yeah. like, she exactly said this, but Wendy falling for it again. Like, I was like, Sherry did this too, but all right. <laughs> like, she's, it feels a bit like Wendy is ready to hear 
anything negative about her coming from the mouths of Giselle or Robin. Because the fact that she fell for it, or not fell for it, but like, just immediately bought into it, didn't even hesitate, didn't even think, oh, maybe I should ask Robin. It was just immediately like, oh, okay, this is truth. Because I'm like, yeah, you have, she's kind of got a thing with Robin and Giselle now, which like, I get, but yeah. Uh, Robin is trying to like, (laughs) Robin is trying to really like, take the high road I feel in being like, anytime I talk to you, I get anger to, to Mm. Wendy. And I can see that. Like Wendy is like, she's always ready to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely like chomping at the bit for like, yes, some beef with Robin and Giselle, (laughs) but like, I don't know. I feel like Robin's the little comments from both of them. I don't like them. They feel a little bit. Okay. The whole thing with Potomac and the colorism conversation that happened, that began kind of last year with the Monique situation. And, and even now they continue to deny it. And I find it very frustrating, very frustrating to watch. And they continue to do it. And it's so like, there's nothing wrong with admitting that you have a bias because most people do. And yeah, okay, Robin, Giselle, you are black women, but you can have a bias because you are light skinned and you have a certain privilege that Wendy does not have. And the fact that they continue to do it and like be like, use that language that Wendy already addressed, like about like aggressive and angry right. and whatever and what that means. <gasps> That's right. They keep doing that. They keep doing it. You know, so now even Robin being like, it looks like she's trying to take the higher road, but to me, I'm like, mm, I see what you're doing. And you're being like, no, 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 no. I'm so fragile. I can't deal with this big, angry, dark skin black. That's how it comes off to me. Right. Like, you know, the people can't see me right now, but I'm a brown skinned black woman. Yeah. So like, you know, I have a certain amount of experience in what I'm saying. And I feel like that's what I'm seeing from them. And it's driving me nuts, especially with Giselle, because she's raising uh, young daughters who are darker than her and who are going to have a different experience in life than she's had. And I feel like she, if she's not honest about that, she's really going to do her kids a disservice. Oh, Wow. Obviously, I didn't think of it that way at all. And you're, that sounds completely correct. Because she does seem to be like presenting herself, Robin, mm-hmm. as I, this is a, uh, this is below me kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really see anger from Wendy. But she, yeah. did she, you, what did she say? Did she say anger or aggressive? Do you remember? Uh, I, I think she said aggressive. Oh, shoot. I can't remember. It was, anymore. it was one of those words. It was though, one of sure. those two. But like they've been saying in their confessionals and all that sort of stuff too, like combative, all that same language. And don't get me wrong. Like I just said it. Like Wendy is chomping at the bit. She's looking for a problem <laughs> for sure. But I feel like if Robin really is friends with Wendy or was, then just mm-hmm. have a conversation with her. If you're that mad about this one comment or whatever that she made that is like accurate. Yeah, it right. Kind of is. That's like, I wonder why she's saying it. You're not married, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know, like your friend said something shitty. Totally mm-hmm. get that. Address it with her. Move on. But continuing to say something that you know is a trigger for her, mm-hmm. and that she's addressed before, and that you know she continues to deal with, like online from the fans and everything. Oh my god. I'm like, girl, I don't like it. So no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I it that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. And I I I like Wendy a lot and it sucks that she has to deal with that. And yeah. and the, the issue with I mean with the green-eyed bandits, quote unquote, <laughs> is that they're going to stick together and have each other's back every mm-hmm. single time. And it's just it's frustrating. You'd you'd feel like outnumbered, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think Giselle, Giselle's also <laughs> Robin going on about like piss on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Oh my god. 
Oh boy. Um, and then the men like, go what down. What's going on? I was like, what is going know. on in that bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. It was G. It was obviously G. Oh, for sure. He was wasted. He was peeing probably all over that bathroom. I get that for sure. But also like Robin being like, oh, there's men in this house. I was like, girl, you live in a house with two boys and allegedly one. So <laughs> you, you get your period every month with boys in the house. Why is this an issue all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Allegedly one. That's very funny. Um, okay. Then, then the men, oh, I forgot to say, before this fight, the men went downstairs and they end up playing spades to kill time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, up on the boat, Mia apologizes to Candace, and Candace mm. cries with her triangle mm. and hmm. apologizes back. What do we think? Okay, am no. I crazy? Or when Candace was like crying, did it seem like the other women weren't buying it? I didn't notice, but I'd have to go back and look. Okay, because that's how I like. That's how I felt those facial expressions were reading. Like, I think it was like Karen and like maybe Giselle. I don't, can't remember, but it felt like they were like, mm, sure, Candace. Like, I don't know. But. Well, they've seen the it enough. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And she is an actress, right? So. <laughs> yeah, the apologies felt really genuine to me. And I really appreciated that they were trying to make peace. Yeah, the yeah. slight issue I have with Mia is just. I just don't like that she's kind of like weaponizing her mom's recovery with what Candace had said. Right. I don't think, like even like at the beginning when they had first had that big fight and she was like, oh, I just don't want my mom to relapse because of this. I was like, uh, pause. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> uh, we're not doing that. Like, I was like, does your mom even know what this show is, first of all? <laughs> and I was like, secondly, Candace called her low budget and like, you know what I mean? As a response, yeah. like she said, your mama, she made a your mama joke. Yeah. That's going to make your mom after 10 years realize. I was like, girl, like, okay. Like I, I, I just didn't like that. I was like, mm, you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. But besides that, <laughs> <laughs> it felt genuine. And I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it too. And I, I agree. I agree. I think that totally Candace went completely below the belt as Candace is wont to do with Mia. Um, but your mom is low budget. It's not the same as like mocking her addiction or like saying specific things about her mother. Exactly. It's not the same. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, here's the thing though. In housewives world though, mm. the kids are off the, you can't, you can't come for the kids. You can't come for the moms. So Mia had the quote unquote upper hand in that scenario because of reality television rules. Mm, no. Okay. But here's the thing. I just feel like there's a lot of these rules and I agree yes. with most of them. Yep. The only one that I would, okay, if I was on a show, someone made yes. a mistake of casting me on a Housewives show, okay? <laughs> I'd watch The I'd only thing that is off limits is a child under the age of 18, to me. Or like oh. someone who's like, or like an elderly parent or something like that, right? Like, <laughs> but otherwise, I don't know, I feel like it's fair game. I have watched a lot of Housewives. Yeah. I have heard the kid things, the mama things, the husband things, the body shaming. Like everyone always does it and then turns around and goes, no, no, you can't cross that line. So what lines can we cross? Right? Like people get mad yeah. about everything. I've never seen anyone like sit there and be like, oh yeah, you're right about this. Or okay, I'll, I received this insult. I, I hear you. I take it in. 
okay, we'll move on. No one ever does that. No. Everything is a low, everything's a low blow. Everything's off limits. So I'm like, man, fuck them rules. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're right. You're right. And they're, and they're constantly coming. Oh, and then do what I hate. Do what the, the rule I hate the most with the kids. If it's like, um, you know, like you're trashy. Well, are you calling me a trashy mom? Oh, and yeah. I am a good mom and stuff like that. Like, yeah, exactly. That's really funny to me. Oh my um, God. Yeah. It, there's so many strange little rules. There's so many. And I just think it's all BS because it's BS. yeah, I mean, we've seen it. They're all hypocrites. Anyways, but I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it too. I mean, they're incredibly, incredibly entertaining. Um, that's Potomac for the week. Um, I have a question. Mm. Do you miss Monique? I miss uh, season, oh shoot, what season was it? Whenever, the first two seasons she was around, that version of Monique is what I miss. She was funny, yeah. she was light. I loved her family dynamic. Her daughter is the cutest thing <gasps> in the world. That little girl. That little girl, I, I just, her face, I don't know. I just, every time she's on camera, I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> my ovaries jumped. Like she, that little yeah. girl was adorable. So. Yeah, even her with her kooky bird, like Monique was fun for a while. Mm-hmm. And then her last season, she got dark. Like, mm-hmm. I don't miss her now. Like, I don't feel like we need her. Like, and, I, and from what I see, I don't follow her on anything, but like every now and then, like it pops up like on the timeline. And from what I've seen, I feel like she's, I don't need to see her on my screen. She's <laughs> um, bitter for sure. She's bitter about yeah. the, how it ended, I feel. Yeah. Um, Have you seen um, that that book <laughs> that came out? I feel like it is like breaking the housewives internet right now. Right. Like I've just seen like, I've seen a bunch of tweets about it and like quotes about yeah. how they he invited Monique back, but she decided not to come, all that kind of crap. Yeah. And like, so there was a few like Monique quotes in there and I was like, Mm-mm, she needs to stay wherever she is and not come back <laughs> on the show because th- it was giving delusion. It was giving like bitter. And I was like, girl, just... Get a new bird and move on. Like get a new bird and move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, th- there are some weird ones on there. Uh, I need to like go in. I mean, will I read it? No, I'm not going to spend mm. money on a book. I'm not a librarian, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll definitely like do some more research on like some good excerpts. Yeah. Um. Okay. You want to move on to Beverly Hills Reunion Part Two? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, do you want to go first or should I? I mean, okay, this is what I think. And tell me if you agree or disagree okay. here, but I'm really questioning why this reunion is four parts. Thank you. Yes. Cause it's that slow. Was, that was slow part two. Yeah, very. And the last time we had four parts was Atlanta with the whole Phaedra, like, and that deserved oh, to be four parts because there was a lot going on that season to begin with. And then the reveal happened at the end of part three. So like that was four parts and it made to end that clearly that's a reunion I've rewatched many times because I know which parts <laughs> things happened in. Yeah, of course. Um, I would never question you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like that made sense. But right now the pace of this one, I'm like, why was this four parts? Like this could have been a smooth too. I feel like, like what's happening well, next part. That's going to be exciting. Cause I'm, I think like, okay. So I loved last week's. I thought we, I, I liked last week's. This week, I'm let down. I feel like, what do we have left? We have, we've talked a little bit about Erica and Sutton, but have we, for, for, am I wrong in saying this? Did, did we have like a package or a montage of clips about the dinner party from hell yet? No, we didn't. Okay. So we need that. We need Sutton versus Crystal. So we have a lot of Sutton oh, drama. Yeah. We What we need 
we need actual real Erica Jane, like, shit. Like, I feel like we saw in yeah. the preview Andy being like, we're going to put you on the skewer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this last episode, this part two. Yeah. Just a lot of, like, defending Erica and letting her lie. Yeah. All I could think was, you know, oh, from that same reunion of Atlanta, when Candy Burris is like, the lies, the lies, the lies. Like, that's all I was thinking. I was like, she is lying. She figured out her story. She went to her acting coach, Lisa Rinna. She said, teach me how to give emotion here and there. Where should I cry? They went through the beats. Okay, they went through, they (laughs) broke it down. And she gave us her monologue. And I'm not buying it. Like, it's a six out of 10 for me, if that. Like, it, it, it was... Oh, I, I was so frustrated. I was like, I feel like this is a lot of lying going on. She didn't get called enough. Like production didn't do that. their shady shit enough of being like, hmm, but you said this on this day and showing us that clip immediately after she said something else that contradicted it. They didn't do anything. And, and no. what was really frustrating, and I hope, I feel like this whole episode was a lie. And then hopefully in three or four, Andy will call her on shit and production will call her on shit. Yeah. I don't know why we needed a whole episode, more or less of not a full episode, but like yeah. a good chunk of the second, the second episode to deal with this because I'm getting so, I'm getting so like excited now. I'm forgetting what I'm saying. Oh, it's like Dorit, um, Kyle-ish and Lisa all just making excuses for Erica. Anytime mm-hmm. she says anything, they're like, actually she's right in that. Like mm-hmm. that's how it was at that time. And it's, and then Garcelle said nothing. Sutton said even less. Yeah. Crystal didn't say much. It was just weird enabling lies. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I feel like Garcelle and Sutton don't want to go down that road again, probably. (laughs) Like they've dealt with it all season, especially Sutton, obviously, like dealt with Mm -hmm. it directly all season. Mm -hmm. Despite what's going on, they've seen like what people are saying online and stuff. I feel like they're humans who probably just don't want to deal with this lady's vitriol coming at them, you know, Correct. for however long they're sitting there. So like, I got it. And I feel like Garcelle, like clearly, they weren't buying it. You can see it on their faces. They were no. just like, mm, yeah, but like, anyways, girl, you know? But I mean, we'll see, like maybe in the next part, like something will shift there. I don't know. I hope so. It yeah. just must be really frustrating. And I think you're right. I think like, if you're Garcelle or you're Sutton, you're probably going to pace yourself on picking your battles re-Erica. Because mm-hmm. if you're like, what do you mean you gave gave your husband every single check you got? You don't really have any proof that she didn't. Right. So you need to like pick your battles and like, oh. Yeah. That- it just, I don't know. With Erica, I feel like there's something, there's a disconnect for me. And I feel like she almost has like, this is terrible, but I'm just going to say it. I feel like oh, she has like Googled, like what happens in abusive relationships? And she picks out these things and comes back and says it. This whole thing, because it is true. People who are in like domestic partnerships that have some level of abuse, for mm-hmm. sure, either hand over their money, whatever it is they're making, or um, they have no access to the money. And that's how they end up staying in the situation because they have no way to get out. Yeah. But from what I saw on Google, okay, Erica Jane is making 600K a year from yeah. Beverly Hills. So she couldn't get up and go to Bravo. She couldn't send any texts and be like, hey, can we um put the money in a different account, please? Yeah. Can you mail me my checks and say, I don't know, like, can you give it to Lisa Renna and she'll wire it to me? Like, there was a million <laughs> things she could have figured out to do. And she's sitting there being like, oh, I never saw my paychecks. Girl, you've been on the show for six years. Like, yeah. if you wanted to leave him and your money was an issue, you could have figured that out. 
Tom doesn't come with you to the reunion. He's not sitting in her dressing room being like, yeah, give me the check. I don't see him doing any of that. He's not around. What does he know? And if he actually has dementia, never mind, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. I know. Okay, so the thing is, okay, but I agree with you. Like, okay, so it is not like, the right response i'm using like bunny ear quotes here <laughs> yeah. to be like she's faking abuse or he's faking yeah. alzheimer's that's not like the correct response as fans but it just uh, although i do believe he probably is has declined since yeah i think something's going on right now for sure something's for sure. up but yeah. i think um it is just they're just so full of shit why should i believe you yeah you know yeah like I believe Taylor Armstrong was in an abusive relationship, 100%. even though some people were like weird about it. I, I, I believe that there was levels of control and maybe he was a fucking asshole. Yeah. But I, but the fact that she is painting herself out to be the victim, it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's incredibly frustrating. frustrating. Yeah, it is. And the fact is also like, I just feel like I'm going to forget what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> welcome just to that fast just that fast it's gone well sorry oh, yes <laughs> sorry everybody and, and the and the three mistresses thing yeah and the nice tit stupid bitch flip <laughs> debacle which actually did make me laugh yeah i mean she just there's also something about her in this reunion where she seems like very different like her demeanor and her yeah. behavior is different and i was like I don't know. I was like, did you have a couple of drinks before you came on or something? Like, there's just a different energy that she's giving that I, I feel like I haven't seen from her before and I can't yeah. quite figure out. It, well, last week when she was like cutting into people's like yeah. conversations with completely unrelated stuff about herself. Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, are you okay over there? Like, what's, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, what did you pop? Like, yeah. what did you have? <laughs> like, it, that's how I am when I'm drunk. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> And like, if you need to get drunk, sure. Just, it's just I mean, just very strange. <laughs> oh my gosh, the whole thing. And then Tom being on a loop and then all the women, like, you know, she's like, Tom was on a loop and he was telling the same stories and all the women being like, yes, yes, that's what we saw. That's what we saw. And, mm-hmm. the, and then the camera very awkwardly going over to Crystal, whose father had Alzheimer's. Oh and God. she's just like, yeah, says nothing. Yeah. It's very strange. I know. When they did that, when they panned to Crystal, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, leave that woman alone about this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's not like the spokesperson on Alzheimer's now because of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, let her yeah. be. Like, and even it was interesting though to hear Erica bring up um, that, that thing about like, oh, I didn't want him to go under anesthesia because he had a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Did you see this thing that Tiffany Moon from yes, Dallas did. did? Okay. Yes, I did. Same. And I was like, Oh, I would have loved if someone had said something about that. I would have loved it. If Andy had said it, Andy would be the only person really who could have brought that up without it being like an attack on Erica. Yeah. But, oh man, when I heard it again, I was like, "Mm." Because what did Tiffany say? She was like, was it like a TikTok or some shit where she was like, if you have a head injury with anesthesia, like she's an anesthesiologist, like you, yeah. you can totally go under. You could totally yeah, go under. Like Erica doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Basically. She's like, people have head injuries all of the time and have to go under either for said head injury or for something else. We're not just <laughs> going to leave people and not do surgeries that they need because of, like, that's the whole point of like her job is to yeah. make sure that people who have another condition are taken care of when they go under. It's crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it just seems like a total lack of accountability, this 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 uh, episode of the reunion. And it was, like, kind of unpleasant to watch. I didn't yeah. really get a kick out of it anyway. 
Yeah, I agree. And then they brought up Dorit being long-winded. And then we get to how she was racist about the I don't see color and my mom's best friend is black and everyone who works for her. Oh boy. I, when she said it and every time they show that clip again, I'm like, oh my God, like I die because I'm like, I hope that my white friends aren't out there saying racist things and going, I have a friend who's black in reference to me because I would hate that so much. Like I know that mom's best friend was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> that stupid little shit to read. <laughs> Um, yeah, they glossed over that thing so quickly. Dorit got out of there unscathed. Like, yep. and you know what? She should be really grateful to herself because I think if that had been a different woman on there, had it been an ebony or something, that conversation would have gone very differently. Almost any of the women who are like on Atlanta or Potomac, they would have addressed that very differently. Garcelle was very nice to Dorit. Very she was nice. generous. She was yeah. very generous. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Kathy being like, thank you for teaching me. It was very educational. Yeah. Oh boy. I was like, you guys have been around no other black people. Are there no other black people in Beverly Hills besides Garcelle Beauvais? Like, I think like, honestly, like, like Kathy said, like people like Michael Jackson, celebrities, these aren't real and people who work for them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's no... Well, I don't know. I don't live in Beverly Hills, but I feel yeah. like there's a lack of in-between there. Like, Yeah. It, it was just so crazy to me, like, sitting there and being like, yeah, we've never heard this before. And I was like, okay. But Kathy is, she lives in a different world from the rest of us. Like, that's, you know. And God bless her. And God, oh, yeah. God bless that special mind of hers. <laughs> like, a lot of this was about, okay, first of all, before, before we got into the whole, like, um, Kathy and Kyle's relationship, which honestly, I love Kathy, but I don't really give a shit about. Yeah, same. I don't care. I'm so glad you it. said that. I'm so glad yeah. you said that. Cause same, same, same thing. And I was like, am I a heartless monster? But no. I was like, girl, are y'all just crying about your mom? Like, I'm like, it's yeah. real and I get it. But I was like, uh, Kathy has a lot of money. And like, I feel like if she's still <laughs> really messed up about her mom dying, like however many years ago, like mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I feel like, I don't know. It's yeah, been it was, a while. It was like 20. she should, you know, use her money and and find someone to help guide her through that because she needs to do some healing, you know? I feel like somebody like Kathy Hilton, like a baby boomer, essentially, would probably be not into therapy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, And if you watch that Paris Hilton documentary, did you end up seeing that? Mm -mm. It was very pro-Paris propaganda. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Kathy, this is before she was... um, on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's on it briefly. And she sent Paris to like this special, like kind of like boot camp boarding school type thing where they abused her. Oh. And uh, when Paris brings it up to her mom in the, like in the documentary, she's already like, I don't know. Like she can't deal with any kind of emotion or oh my God. psychological stuff. It's very weird. That's crazy. Um, okay. It is crazy. Uh, so we couldn't also like, Oh my God. I hate, what, mm, I'm not, you know how, if you listen to the podcast, you know how I feel about Lisa Rinna, but like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Lisa Rinna? That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm here because <laughs> done with her. Get her off my TV. I'm done with her. Oh my God. Everything she says bothers me. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like I liked her the first couple of seasons she was on the show because me I didn't too. know who she was yet. She mm-hmm. was just coming in and stirring up trouble. And I was like, all right, here we go. An instigator. I'm into it. But yeah. now, 
I'm incredibly over it. I, she has no storyline. She has nothing going on. Even Andy's little like speech before her package was about Harry and Amelia. It wasn't even about Lisa. Like, I, mm, it was, it was frustrating. And the wild part about the package was with, with Amelia and uh, Scott Disick and Harry making his stupid sauce. <laughs> Those were all the clips we'd seen the whole season of her. It was just like, it wasn't like an encapsulation of them. Like that's pretty much all it was. She didn't yeah. have any storyline. None. Zero. Zero storyline. Like, no, get useless. her out of here. Get She's her out of a useless here. tit. I don't care. And that weird dancing video of her mom and her and, and Amelia. I was like, what is happening here? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like she uses her family as props. Like, they're like, yeah. you know, they're like her her background actors and this is her show. Like, I feel like in her head, that's what it is. Lisa Rinna loves attention, yes. loves to be on TV. And clearly she was not booking and she needs to be on Beverly Hills because she has a reason then to justify why she doesn't do any actually acting besides this. Yeah. And uh, it's it's exhausting. I'm like, you're willing to put your... I think she's like 20 now, Amelia. She came and drank legally in the U.S. And she has put her eating disorder, she has put her relationships all up there for the world to see and pick apart. And she sits there and she's like dancing on Instagram, talking about champagne, Kathy follows me. Like, oh my God, no. Like, why drink? Why do you follow her? I don't know. Oh my God. I'm offended. them, why? <laughs> yeah, no, because really. he, he knows what Harry's doing in Muskoka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably he's like, ooh, I can uh, get in with Harry's hose. Harry's, oh, exactly. Harry's Muskoka hose. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I just, yeah. It, Lisa sucks. Lisa is phony. I mean, you're an, you're an actress. You, you know how certain actors can be. Mm-hmm. They are totally self-obsessed performative. Mm-hmm. constant yep uh and that's what i get from her i just feel like i've known i knew girls when i was at school for theater a little like that yeah. and they weren't very good at it they weren't very good at acting usually <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, i would agree they were and just from what i've seen of lisa i would also think she's not very good so i would say, I would say. <laughs> yeah uh hopefully next next episode is better but like that kind of sucked i feel yeah i agree like it was blah and I was just like, why did all this get, like, who edited this thing? I don't know. Yeah, they needed, yeah. there was no reason for four parts, I think. If that was your part two, we did not need four parts of this. Yeah, I agree. Like, I was, like, excited for this week because I was like, okay, perfect. Like, here we go, part two. And then I was like, oh, that's it? Like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Boring. Uh, <laughs> boring. Uh, Salt Lake City, baby. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> little a little Salt Lake City. I don't. I feel like where are we in this season? Like episode five. When is Jen going to get arrested? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I at first because the trailer was at the beginning of episode one. I was like, <laughs> it happens in episode one. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> two okay. months later or earlier. Yeah. Right? So we're oh. like in episode six or something. And I was I like, I need it to happen soon because I'm getting bored. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean. I really like Heather, but I don't care about the sex talk with her daughter. Me too. I'm not a fan of the let's have a sex talk with my kid on camera thing, like Melissa Gorga and exactly Antonia. The difference is I feel like Heather's genuine. Mm-hmm. Melissa Gorga, that was fake. She's also oh, yeah. another one of these who thinks she's an actress, but she's not. Totally. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I was just like, her daughter was just like, 
looking at her, like waiting for her mom to say something. Like it was weird. I feel like they probably did a few takes or something because like, <laughs> Oh my God. It was strange. Yeah. It was awkward. Um, I agree. I think she's being for real about it. And I also think like on a positive note, I think Heather is her whole new thing is I am, I have escaped Mormonism. I am learning how to be normal. I am taking, you know, my life back as a woman. So yeah. I get that that's her thing. And I, it's probably like good for certain Mormon women who watch the show to, to, you know, learn from that. Blah, blah, blah. That being said, yeah, not my favorite, not my favorite <laughs> trope of the Real Housewives. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Lisa and Whitney are now suddenly friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Whitney is manufacturing a storyline for herself. <gasps> really? I do. I feel like it's probably not that deep, this thing with her and Lisa. Like, I feel like it's it's not that deep. Like, unless there's something that we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you still mad about this? Like, girl, move on. Okay. She said bad weather, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever she said at the reunion and she talks shit. Whitney, Heather, bad weather, tornado spin, the truth, destroy. Commit it to memory. (laughs) Get it tattooed across my chest. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know. Like, it didn't seem like it was that deep. But Whitney's really like, no, Lisa hates me. And like, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And the thing is, I felt like Whitney was really real last year. Like, the stuff with her dad and and even a little bit about her marriage. But Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know what's the situation with her dad now. And I feel like she's intentionally not talking about it. I don't think they're talking. I think I saw on Watch What Happens Live, they're still not talking. Oh, wow. Okay. That's sad. It is. And that sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. But do you have nothing else to talk about besides the fact that your husband's not giving you enough D and... Ugh. I don't know. You also have a son named Brooks, which I was like, weird. Didn't I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I was like... And Brooks, Vicky's Brooks, cancer faker Brooks. Oh my Brooks, God, Brooks yeah. is all over here. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Cause I'm like, I've never heard that name before housewives, but like all of a sudden they're popping up everywhere. I've never met a Brooks in my life. Yeah. Me neither. I hope so I never do. I like, <laughs> they, all, they all sound terrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Maybe the kid is all right. He's young. Yeah, maybe whatever. He was, he was cute, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So Whitney and Lisa, I think the main thing, this is my, and this is my opinion, mm. uh, is that Whitney just thinks, thinks Lisa is a bitch and she's frustrated because a lot of other people like Lisa and are saying that Lisa's so fun and great. And so I think Whitney feels frustrated that she's not getting that side or I don't know, but I do, I do agree that there's like a phoniness to something going on here. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's fair. That's probably true. And I, it seems like Lisa's like kind of a big deal and like Utah? Yeah, yeah, Apparently. Utah. Utah yeah, where, where are we? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, uh. But where you know, she we? seems to be a big deal. So <laughs> I kind of get it, like, also wanting to be, like, on decent terms with, like, the quote-unquote popular girl. Yeah. But also, I'm like, girl, move on. Like, if she doesn't like you, like, you, not everyone has to be best friends. Go and hang out with your cousin Heather and your other cousin Angie and, you know, <laughs> dance like sugar pole and have some fun. Like, if she doesn't like you, okay, move on. Like, I get it. It must have hurt, like, when she walked to that party and, like, literally ignored her, but then ignore her back. Like, you know? Yeah, I think I'd just, like, talk really bad shit about, if I'm Whitney, I'm just going to talk shit about Lisa, tell everyone I hate her. You know, just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, try to, you know, I, I, you know, in a perfect world, I'd be like, whatever, it's nothing. But I would just talk shit about her and never really want to be your friend. I don't think I'd ever want to be your friend. Oh, for sure. I never would either. 
But I guess if you're working together, maybe it's different. But then yeah, happens. but like, no, I don't like to be friends with coworkers, generally no. speaking. If it works, it works. If it's organic, great. Anyone who I've ever worked with and we're friends, yeah. Like if, if it's organic and real, I swear to God, I'm not being fake. But, you no, know, yeah. I don't feel like, especially with housewives, I'm like, eh. No, I, I would need like very strict boundaries. I don't like when I get close to people and then I figure out they're like, they're shitty. And then like, they're already in my life and they're like, exactly. let's go here, let's do this. And I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> And like, whenever the producers showed us like the timeline on Whitney and Heather hanging out, it was like within like two weeks or something. I know. It was just like two weeks ago, four days ago, two hours ago. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, okay, they're not friends. We get it. They're not friends. That's why I was like, this is fake. It's fake. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't care about the silks thing. I didn't. I, I thought it was, the thing about Lisa is she is very calculated and- yeah. When they go to this restaurant, yeah. she, what is she? Oh, I love this place. Aubrey and Marco own it. And then yeah. Aubrey and Marco are the caterers. Mm-hmm. And it's so And obvious. they rolled up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like that. Whitney was, I appreciated that she called that out in the moment. Like she I didn't did do, too. she didn't do the like, oh, okay. And then go into confessional and say it. She addressed it right in the moment when it happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. good for you, girl. Like, go ahead and do that. That's when I was like, kid, maybe this is a little bit real, but again, I don't trust it. Um, oh. I also would have been like, what the fuck What's is going happening? on? So are you team Lisa here in this, in this scenario? No, I'm team <laughs> nobody. <Okay. laughs> I'm team Mary Cosby, but that's a different situation. <laughs> She's like the, and like Meredith a bit too, but I, Mary's the only one that I like really like What? For. What? Yeah. That was the wild take you should have started with. Oh, All right. Was it? Yes. Mary? Yes. Mary. Okay, we got to go back now. Okay. okay. Whitney, Whitney, Lisa, fuck it. I don't care. It, what, I, in my opinion, it was staged. It was really strange. Uh, we're going to go back to what you just said about Mary. So you like Mary. You like Mary. I Cosby. do. Okay. I think she's what? real. Okay. I think she's real. I think especially for a new franchise, when I first watched uh, season one of Salt Lake, I was like, oh, okay, so Jen Shaw's trying to be Nene Leakes. Like, that's what she was giving me in her confessional and stuff. Very like, interesting. A very sad attempt at being Nene and acting like, I'm the queen of Salt Lake City, like, all this stuff. And I was like, bye, girl, bye. So I, yeah. I wasn't having it. Mary, in the first season, I was like, she was boring. She was always in her closet. She was never around. I didn't care for her. Um, and then for some reason I tuned in for season two, even though I clearly didn't like the first season. Um, (laughs) and Mary has woken up. (laughs) She's decided to play ball Mm -hmm. and she's hilarious. She's crazy. And I adore it because I feel like it's real. That woman is not putting on an act. She is actually that kooky and eccentric. Mm -hmm. She just says whatever's on her mind. She just, she doesn't give a fuck about how people react to what she says. She just goes with it. No filter. Yeah. I love it. Um, I do. She's definitely fucking entertaining. Yeah. Where do you stand? Because I don't know how you... Okay. So I watch Housewives. I really enjoy the crazy. And then sometimes something will cross the line for me. Like, for Mm. Mary, I can't fully enjoy her because of the cult stuff. Okay. She's a cult leader and she's ruined lives. And that, to me, is not that far off from Erica Jane stuff. Mm. And so for me, it is... Even though I love her... But then again, maybe you watch Housewives and you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm only here for the entertainment. So no, here's the that? thing. That's a very good point. The thing is, I <laughs> I just pick and choose. Like, yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. But the difference is, 
I haven't seen the cult thing addressed yet. So when I see oh. it actually come up on the show, I, my opinion might change. Okay. The other thing is, okay, Erica Jane is, I can't relate to that situation at all, but I did grow up in the church. Okay. And I, I believe that Mary's the same denomination that I am, that my family is as well. I think it's Pentecostal. So yeah, is, yeah. I very much understand those dynamics of church. I'm not saying, listen, if I was at a church with a leader like that, if that was my pastor, I would change churches. Are you I, in I, Mary's I, cult? Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I have walked out of many a church before because the pastor says something crazy and I'm not with it. So, right. but at the same time, some people's, uh, I'm not excusing it at all, but no, like, no. I don't know but if it's a cult it as much as she's an extreme Christian is what I'm trying to say. Right. And I have met many an extreme Christian. And I find organized religion on the whole to be very like, give us your money and we'll save your soul. That goes for all of them as far as I've seen. Yeah. And so I can see Mary being crazy and intense, but then also being like, mm-hmm, give your offerings, give your tithes and offerings. And it, it, it gives cult vibes, but it might not be a cult. <laughs> it might be yeah. cult adjacent. not quite there yet i mean and also lisa's a fucking mormon like like, that can't be wildly different in like the quote-unquote cult cult exactly exactly you know like do i think did you watch last season of oc when no no i actually didn't but but i heard about the elizabeth cult stuff okay because i was gonna say like i feel like what elizabeth was describing i don't feel like mary is doing because it's, again, it's the yeah. same denomination of, of uh, Christian. So, oh, so really? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's the same she one. Was, so The cult was Pente- like P- Pentecostal? Yeah, yeah, Pentecostal Just. something or other. Yeah, because I remember hearing it. I was like, oh, that's us. But I was like, oh, that's not that's us. <laughs> I was allowed to read and write and whatever. And I, <laughs> I was allowed to read. <laughs> you know, I forget what she was saying, but I was like, oh, that's not Ooh. how I grew up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, do I think... And also something has to be said about the fact that Mary herself, I think her grandmother, the one whose husband she married, um, <laughs> was oh, yeah, also the is. pastor of that church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means she grew up in that environment herself. So she's really just a product of, again, I'm not just being like, if she's doing something crazy, like let's just forgive her. I don't know what it is yet. So I'll have to find out and see. But yes. for right now, I feel like she's just a product of her environment. Cause she married that guy when she was like, very young too. Very like twenty or something. And yeah. here's the thing, I I see so much trauma with Mary. Like even the way she talked about Robert Senior this episode, <sighs> just like she seemed yeah. disgusted by him. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I feel like the truth is really coming out with Mary and her, oh, yeah. like, and how she feels about her marriage and like you know like it actually broke my heart when she said that thing about her son being like the middle puzzle piece. Yeah, because I was like. I think that I don't have kids, but I'm like, I can only imagine how rough it is to be in a relationship with someone and be like, my child is the missing puzzle piece, but you know that that child has to go and be an adult somewhere at some point. You know what I mean? So it feels like for her, like the clock is ticking and that's it. She's going to be stuck with this guy. Like, that's horrible. Like, I wonder if she'll leave him because that's the the way she's talking right now. It does not seem like they're going to last. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting because I think, I think she could leave him. I think she should leave him personally yeah, but I so the divorce is not a big you know is not a people aren't a big fan of divorce in the church especially coming from someone who is like a pastor yeah i mean jamal bryant got away with it but <laughs> like 
I don't know. So it'd be interesting to see, like, I don't know. Who knows? I hope so. And I hope it's on TV and I hope we get like single (laughs) Mary out on the town. That would be wild. I need to see Mary on a first date. That would be something. See, Mary is someone I would worry about also picking up like a guy, a scammer or something like that very quickly though. Very quickly. Like immediately. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They're probably already in her DMs. Oh no. (laughs) They saw that episode and they're like, oh great. There's a fracture in the relationship. (laughs) I I mean, she's very pretty. Like she's, I could see her doing well. (laughs) She's, you know, um, finally speaking of fucked up marriages, Dewey and Jenny, I don't fucking know what the fuck that was. I thought it was fake at first. And then I thought he was joking about the sister wife. And now I'm just disgusted by him. I think he's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, that one really, listen, I was uncomfortable the first time I watched them talking about it, when she started to explain about the miscarriages and all that sort of stuff. Uh, The second, like this last episode, when they discussed it, I was like, what is, what is going on? Like, does he care about her? Like, it doesn't uh, seem like he does, really. He can't, because the second that, she said, I don't have kids. Like, even if we did surrogate adoption, I just don't want to be raising a baby anymore. I'm done with that. The fact that he said sister wives and was serious, to me, like, that was, I mean, a lot of what he said crossed the line for me, but that was, like, a big one. Because he was just saying, basically, if you're not doing what I want as a wife, I will go get another wife. Yeah. That is <laughs> fucked up. But then I, th- I also, like, didn't buy it. Like, I was like, he's, they, they set this up, I feel. Hmm. And he's okay with being made the villain because I don't know. I just can't, I maybe, maybe I'm being naive here, but I just can't believe that someone would do that on television and think they're going to come off in a flattering light. Yeah, I would agree. But a lot of people have said a lot of crazy things on TV and been like, this is true. (laughs) You know, there's also this thing that, I mean, I don't know, but I think maybe some of these people forget that the cameras are there and they actually get invested in the conversation with like their partner or whoever is their Mm -hmm. scene partner at this point. Like, more or less, yeah. (laughs) And they forget they're actually saying how they feel, you know? But I, I agree. There's also this part of me that was like, when she walked away, it was a little bit, you know, soap opera exit for me. Like, I don't know. That's a really rough storyline to bring in front of the camera. Like, if it's fake, that is... I believe she's had 10 miscarriages. There's no question there. Don't worry. I'm not like, (laughs) she's lying about it all. And the stillbirth, for sure, I think is like, you know what I mean, is real. Totally. But I don't know about this sister wife shit. I don't know about them. I am still on the fence about Jenny. But if this is real, then she needs to run. He is a horrible person. Yeah. She needs to run for the hills take yeah. whatever like i don't know what money she has from whatever she sold or whatever she says <laughs> take it and run girl take your kids and go because that is such an alarming thing to hear who are these people who are these men they're horrible yeah like but she almost died like she almost died like multiple times trying to have kids like in a situation like that i would if that was me you know I would hope that if we had one kid, my partner would just go, you know what? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. want to see you go through this every single time. Like, they have three so kids. Much. They yeah. have three kids. Like, the, the last one is still pretty young. It makes no sense to me. He's disgusting. I hate him. 
Yeah. What does he want? Like, know. and I come from a family of five kids. I don't know why you would want more than three. Like, I don't know why you would want more than three. I, I'm the fifth. Five. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. We were yeah. three, and it was three felt like a lot. I feel. Yeah. No, never have more than three. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from me. No, me neither. Like, no, 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 no. Unless you have like a team of nannies and like whatever, but yeah, it's too much. It's too it's much. Very strange. That whole thing was very weird. I hope that we get to Jen getting arrested soon because that yeah. is going to be beautiful. Oh yeah, with her, <laughs> her freaking what? The people on the internet calling it her set it off braids. I never even seen that movie, but like, <laughs> just Jen and her box like <sighs> Jen Shaw. Is it next? Okay, it's not next week, right? Because in the next week preview, they had themselves, they had the meeting at at a van, and I saw Jen with braids in a flash, but I don't know if the, they were the braids. I need oh. to like go back and look. I go. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. I feel like we would have. Oh, man, I feel like they would have made a thing of it, right? Yeah, they would have made a thing of it. I yeah. think maybe it'll be the episode after if she already had the braids. <laughs> maybe it'll be the episode after because. <gasps> Oh, There's going to be someone being like, oh, I'm organizing the trip. I'm hosting. And what, like, we have to, like, you know, get through all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, Jen Shaw. Okay. Uh, I, mm, she, I've never been a fan of her. I did no. not like what she did to Mary last year. I thought it was like really weird and inappropriate as yeah. like non, as a non-black woman to accuse a black woman of not liking black people. I was like, uh, weird. Um, yeah. And I get that she has black sons, but she really like... <laughs> like appropriates and like absorbs like blackness she very much appropriates yeah and, and, and no like, one really calls her on it because they're all white and it's mary exactly and mary is like you know out for lunch so she has yeah. no idea what's going on <laughs> yeah but again if you had an ebony if you had like any oh of these gosh. other women sitting there they would have addressed it with her some of these wives housewives are getting very very lucky with who they're cast next to because yeah Anyways, but so beyond <laughs> the fact that she did that last year, now she shows up with these braids. I'm like, yeah, arrest her. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, yeah, the whole scamming thing. It's all phony baloney. Yeah. It's, they're really, they're really just pissed at her for being, for appropriating black culture. That's exactly. Yeah. Arrest her. <laughs> <laughs> arrest her. The United States. <laughs> I appreciate the, uh, the editors showing us like how much money jen is spending oh my and now God. all of a sudden her and Stu are in every scene i feel like i never saw him last year they are in every scene together right now he was around but he's everywhere this season and mm -hmm. does he did he turns on her right like he like, apparently who? apparently he is singing like a bird he said <laughs> he yeah. said i'm not going down for jen shaw this is what she did this is what she did it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I would be, I would be right there too. Mm -hmm. You want to arrest me for something else? Yeah, I'm gonna sing, 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 sing till they sing send me like back home. Sing, sing. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I that was I really enjoyed having you on the show tonight. Oh Today, gosh. Rachel, I, how was your glass of red wine? Did you finish it? No, I didn't because I thought to myself, if I finish it, I'll be stuttering and slurring. Oh really? Into this thing. <laughs> I've been drunk recording this before, but it's messy, and then I have to go back and edit out a bunch of like just insane rambling yeah exactly and i felt like i might head down that path so i was like okay i'll have one glass and i'll sip it slow and i did a good job so i think i'm very impressed with your with your control your self-control <laughs> thank you <laughs> um rachel where can we uh follow you on the socials if you would like to share that 
Oh my gosh, I don't. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can the say one, that. Like, I wouldn't judge you. <laughs> the one place that I would recommend people follow me, yeah. Um, especially because I talk housewives there, would be mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, right. So that's Ra 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 Rachel. But it's three Ra's and three A's in the Rachel. So great. I will uh, link to it on our little, you know, podcast bio. We here's what's on this episode thing. All right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me. I love this. No, this was so fun. Um, Thank you for coming. Uh, of course. Lovely. And hopefully we can do it again sometime. And uh, I'm I'm glad that you were able to talk to somebody about your housewife slots because you had a lot and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, this is years worth of <laughs> discussion, just building and bubbling up inside of me. So, yeah, yeah, but like therapy great. or something. Like, Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, thanks so much. And thank you at home for listening. Bye-bye. 